and they had more to say. He would drop a friend because she said, I can't make it at a late notice. A late notice because the excuse was so flimsy. I didn't even say that word. <laughs> I was just thinking the same word, flimsy. And, and she have to give you an excuse. Well, when you're choosing something over another person, because that's basically what she did. I mean, I was preparing, I had a dinner party. It's not like in the case of one person where they had a family medical emergency. Um, hers was something so flimsy you wouldn't, I mean, I can't even remember what it was. It was so minuscule, but my problem with it was you waited to the last minute and oh, by the way, I could drop a salad off to you. No, no, thank you. I don't need it. I just really felt like I really didn't matter. Disrespected. Mm. Yeah, I really didn't matter as a person. You didn't matter. She and didn't I've known her a long time. She didn't, didn't value. Value, she didn't value me. She didn't value the friendship, and she didn't value the group of people that were the circle of friends. So and it's more than just me, yes. it's the whole circle. Now, if they choose to be friends with her, that's fine. But I'll tell you this, she will never, ever, ever come to my house. And Paula means it. I will, I, I, and I'm one of those, like, I, you, you can't change my mind, I'm just kind of stuck. But you're a good church woman. Where, <laughs> where is your forgiveness? I really don't have any for this situation. This situation, not in general. I, I, I know, it's very, so that's like, very typical. They say mm. with female friendships, we take we take it seriously, take it very seriously. when they don't come through for us. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it it's more than just a salad, or it's more than yeah. it's it's disrespect. It's not valuing our relationship. Exactly. But we don't do that with men, or do no. we? We don't hold them to that to that degree of scrutiny. Would you hmm. say? Hmm. And I think in general that's correct. I think I, I don't right. have. Yeah, I don't. Right. There is. I don't I think, think there's right. one. Answer it's because men probably disappoint so often. Right. 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 Without less any of our husbands and anything else, the death of our children or whatever. Now, my mom and my uncles have passed on, but I have to tell you, they're fr they've had ups and downs, ins and outs, and, and what have you, but their friendship lasted. Mm -hmm. And I think what people don't understand, they don't understand friendship. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's friendship is far more than sitting around and just mm -hmm. meeting and greeting people. Friendship is feeling, it's, it's you're part of each other's lives. And, and to that point with uh, my mother's two best friends, my mother didn't have any sisters. I thought all these people were my aunts and uncles mm -hmm. and my, and my cousins. When I found out how small my mother's family was, I said, oh, thank God we have some people in our family because that's what family yeah. is really built on. It doesn't necessarily mean your blood, yeah. but when people disappoint you, I really take it to heart. I really take friendship to heart, and I hate losing friends. I've lost friends through the years, but some friends you maintain, you pick up. I'm, I have a group now. I grew up with a couple of the girls, and we're back together again because their kids are grown, and, and we have a book club together. And we actually travel together once a year and we try to visit a city where we can learn more about our black history. So mm -hmm. that's part of the premise of our book club. But I have to really say that um, we're an easy group because we all come from different walks of lives. There's seven of us. Mm -hmm. And it's, some have more than others. 
as far as liquid assets and, and what have you. But it's not about that, it's about the friendship. And I think people don't know how to be friends. I think it comes, I know for me, it, your mother has a role in how you maintain and establish and maintain friendship, female friendships. Mm -hmm. Who do you mean? Um, for example, like I, my sister didn't come along until I was 17 years old. So it was myself, an older brother and a younger brother. My mother, I'm very close to my mother. She's still alive. My mother has four sisters. And so I was able to see their interactions. They were in my life. Um, my mother was very close with them. My mother has friends, female friends that she's known since kindergarten and are close with. And so for me, I didn't always recognize that, but my mother modeled female friendships unknowingly, most likely. And so me growing up, um, I had friends in my neighborhood and things like that, but I saw the value and having real female friendship mm -hmm. from a child. Mm -hmm. Whether it, because as we all know, just because someone's your sister, your biological sister, doesn't necessarily mean that she is your friend. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that is another relationship on top of mm -hmm. being a biological sibling. Mm -hmm. So I was able to see that and see that in front of me. And so for me, it was like, okay, so she modeled that. And so I feel like I was able to take that and and live that with my friendships. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my mother did the same thing. And me being an only child, and I hate. I'm, I've always been social my entire life, so I always had a girlfriend or two. Not a lot. My mother said you have your friends, your associates, and acquaintances, and you should have the smallest number in your life. You said this earlier is your friends, your true friends. Then you've got associates. That, you know, they're on the periphery. Mm -hmm. Then people can hang out with you. Kind of trust them a little bit. Then you have the associates. So I know I know a lot of people as mm -hmm. well. They know, but my circle is really small. And even as a child, one of my closest friends from kindergarten, she and I are still close. Still, we've known each other since kindergarten. I have a couple mm -hmm. friends like that. My two of my other closest, closest friends who I've known are deceased, unfortunately. But again, to the day they passed, mm -hmm. years and years and years. But my mom had very close, she had, she had four sisters. She was a baby. And they were all close, but she also had women friends in her life that I called aunt mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. took me to, I was, they're not my, I knew my aunt Laura, Ruby, Helen, and, okay, but who, okay, fine. But I got it. And then that's for me, that was modeled for me, mm -hmm. to your point. So I did the same thing. And being an only child, I wanted to have sisters. I always mm -hmm. longed for siblings and didn't have them. So when I met women or girls that became close to me, I, I held, I held on to the true friendships and, and those that lasted, the others, you know, that weren't real, but the ones that had, they're very important to me. But to your mm -hmm. point, right, it was modeled for me. Mm -hmm. And being an only child, I wanted that. So I think that's why I, I take it very seriously. And I will cast you out if you ain't for me. You can be, we can be, we can be cool. But you're not in my, my what I said, my starting eight. This, yeah. you know, my starting used to be ten. Now it's eight. God rest their souls. But you know, they, I literally will say, they're women I know I can call on. No matter what, I can call them in the middle of the night. They will answer the phone. They will listen to me cry. They will listen to me or not. They will tell me when I'm wrong. They'll tell me when I'm right. They understand my whatevers, you know, and accept me. But they are like, they are like sisters to me. True, because truly sisters to me. And I would, I cherish that and would do anything to hold on to those relationships because they, they sustain, that sustains me. It sustains me for sure. So you said eight. You have eight close friends yes, that, are, that are that i would say sister yeah. call sisters mm -hmm. okay how about you tammy mm. okay <laughs> well because i'm understanding that you have friends outside i do oh, oh i do i do, I do. So and so that's why i'm it, like mm -hmm. it's, it's, i have different circles they, of friends as close are they uh -huh. equally close no, no, they're not equally so close. So are these your not. closest friends or the, not? The, the divas? The divas. The divas are, and it's interesting, With even within the divas, there's, for me, there's different relationships within the divas. Mm -hmm. How many are in the divas? Six. It's six of us on the You chain. created it. I did. Yeah, right. Dawn, <laughs> Dawn, Tammy, Paula, Sakina, Tamika, me. Six of us. Okay. Six at the core. And then our, ex, our externals are... Aisha, 
Shelly. Shelly. Who I've known forever. That's her best friend. That's my ride and die from from junior high. And we all went to St. Church. We all went to St. Church together. Yeah. And then Jocelyn, of course, her deceased. And then Pam, who is one of my closest, but she has since gotten to know all of them. She's not a diva, but she's... That's why can't she be She's not here. She doesn't live here. She's one of those in Scottsdale. But they embraced her. When she comes here, they embrace her. She's a wife's godmother. She's... So she could be. She could be. She was here. Being a diva means you have to be in the area. Well, for the most part, yeah. Proximity. Well, yeah. And even with Pam, even still, like, Pam is still, if, if you look at the diva, she's still stemming out of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my relate, like I know Pam, but I wouldn't, I, I don't have a relationship with right. her. Just an association. Hang we yeah. hang out. Right. We have great conversations. Right. I can tell she's a, a great person. Right. Um, but I think she if she lived closer. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah if, if she, I mean, I'm not counting any of that out. But if you're saying, you know, Halloween was expressing her starting age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we right. all have different, we if you want to use that term, rooms. starting and whatever the number is. So, so, so close friends. We're talking about close friends. Your question to me is how many, how many close friends? friends? Say about five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And some, I, some in the diva and some aren't. Right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's some people you have, for example, <laughs> you get messages from Tamika. Um, I haven't seen you in a, in a while. Are you okay? I was like, well, like you're looking like, yeah, I, I guess I'm okay. So, you know, that kind of thing. So she's always, she's one of the younger ones and always looking. I think that's the mom in her. Mm-hmm. But she, all, she, <laughs> she really is. Yeah, she's like the mom because um, she was the youngest of five. And yeah. so, like, relationships are really, like, we are her family, you know, kind of thing. But, because everybody else is um, out of town. But for me, I don't really have that many good, good friends. Because over time, people have passed on, unfortunately. But um, but I have rekindled a couple of relationships, friends with these people, from uh, mm-hmm. since we were 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Now we're in a book club together. Okay. So we even travel together once a nice. year, and um, we try to do something along the lines of uh, learning more about um, Black history and what have you. So one of the girls who was held, they went to the same beauty salon. See, this is mm-hmm. one thing about oh, yes, Black people. people. They're either yeah. connected by some church, some or organization. Church or church or church or church or Exactly. And so she's one of my good friends. Well, our couple of the girls in the group, they all got married. I never got married and had children. So my dynamic was totally different than people that never got married. And so I did other things. And I I had a job where I traveled a lot. And so I probably, like, for example, we're going to go to Birmingham next year, Birmingham, Alabama. And we were talking about it. I was like, oh, well, we got to do that. Well, how do you know about it? Well, I traveled there because I knew somebody in Atlanta, mm-hmm. took a car trip up the road, which is about an hour and 15 minutes, and hung out in Birmingham, and I got to see a lot of stuff. It's a great place to go. You can learn about our history. So we're going to go there. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've traveled a lot. And so... That's a good point, because it sounds like you can't really be a best friend if you're not in proximity. I disagree <laughs> with that. I think you can be. It's how do you cultivate that yeah. relationship? So like, how so this, do you cultivate that relationship? You're you, not able to go out. And, but I think it's communication. And now that thing, you have texting, you have God, phone calls, yes. you have email, you have Facebook. You know, my the friend I had I had since kindergarten. She she lives in Maryland now, but she's lived everywhere but Philadelphia since we got out of college. But we stay connected. So at least once a year, we make an effort to see each other. We keep each other dating. Our, ki- our kids went to preschool for a minute together. And even when she moved, I went to whatever the middle of Jersey was that she lived there to see her. But we, we, we intentionally make sure we stay connected. Um, it takes more work and you don't see them as But often, you actually have but to we, be physically we connect. We Meaning connect. that if yeah. there was never that physical coming together, mm-hmm. The friendship would probably fade away. It would fade, it would fade, fade over time. Yeah. But Helen yeah, is very good about that. Whereas when you stay single, I've been single all my life. Mm-hmm. One of the things that's very, very difficult when your friends start marrying and yeah. having kids mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. fact that, let me just say this, you don't fit in. 
And so then you become a threat to the whole group because you're the odd man out being single. Yes. And people are like... Does the friendship change? The friendship changes. It can change. It can change. It can change. It Hold up now. These it, are our say close can. friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, We're not talking about acquaintances. Well, I'm right. say, I told you, both times it, I got married, I said, I'm going to be clear. These are women you have to understand. They're going to be in this house. They are part of my life. They're not my blood, but they are like sisters to me. That I, I, but I'm that's very different. Because that's a different position. What can happen? I say can. I know. I have a really good friend who's not in the diva circle. Um, she she is you know married with a child now. So the aspect of our friendship that has changed is the physical time that we spend together, meaning in each other's physical space, but. When we when we get a chance to talk on the phone, we pick pick mm-hmm. right up where we left off. Or mm-hmm. it's that I need to talk to I need to talk about something. Yes. I know I can talk to you. Yes. Um, I want you to share this special experience yes. with me. Yes. But my family knows you are my friend. You're like my sister, even though I yes. have a biological sister. Yes. But mm-hmm. you're also like my sister. So yes. my family, I know that, and my family knows that. So we might not spend as much time as even the, as I do with the divas, but we can still we're clear. our relationship is right. still there. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's not what I'm hearing Paula say. Okay. Paula is saying when my girlfriends got married mm-hmm. and had children, mm-hmm. I became the odd man out. Mm-hmm. And I lost friends. I lost friends. Mm-hmm. I did lose friends. How is that possible when we're like we're so, but you know what? It goes I to show you but it really goes to show you that Maybe what I thought was friendship really wasn't there. So I'm thinking a different kind of friendship that we're going to be friends forever. And you see them to to this day, but it's never come back full circle. So there we go. It never was. And it never was. And so you become the peripheral people. There's like these are the people you hang out with, you see them or whatever, but... You know, you you just kind of lose contact. Um, well, with as them. women get married, have children, have husbands, mm-hmm. their time gets eaten up mm-hmm. by family mm-hmm. and yes. obligations, and so then there's less time, less time for self, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. less time for girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I can say to two things: when Ever and I were married, and Shelly and I've been, and they know Shelly and I've been close for years. Even when I, I when I was married, Ever. It was it was actually a joke. Everyone jokes that I got like three wives. I mean, you know, because we were all we always were still hanging out. But mm-hmm. Ever was the right kind of husband, and he he wasn't intimidated. He was happy to have you know that I had other girlfriends. He he got along with everybody. Mm-hmm. So you know, it wasn't odd to see the three of us together. What no big deal. Um, and then when Shelly got married, she noticed herself that to your point, you get immersed in your and she got married later in life. Husband, you know, no children. He has has a son. She has a stepson. But she noticed herself today. I need to spend time with my girlfriends. Oh. Very. She said to me, I and she told me, I, I, I love you. This is great, but I am missing time with my girlfriends. I mean, oh. like real time. So she started. She, she, she started making more time. When we went to uh, Delaware last year, that was a huge deal. I was like, oh my god, she's gonna go. I didn't think she. I mean, I just think didn't think she was gonna go because it was a week away from her husband or stepson. She just hadn't been doing that, but she came with us. She was so excited. She was so happy because she said, I told Matt. And he was encouraging. He said, I miss time with my girlfriend. So she wow. makes a concerted effort because it was important to her. And, you know, we were like, yeah, come on. But you mm-hmm. have to make that choice if you want to preserve your that relationships. You and your friends choice. understand that your time is different when you're married with children. Right. But to totally like yeah. ignore you, that's, that's I, something, I, that's something yeah. I, I can't tolerate. That, that's very different. As They're similar different. to Paula, I, I'm not married and I don't have children. Um, one of the things that I look at, I observe is like, okay, I respect that you have family time. But I'm, I look at, well, but where is, how is our friendship? Mm-hmm. Um, whenever we, whenever the time is made. Because I'm not home twiddling my thumbs. Mm-hmm. So whenever the time is made, is it still that quality friendship? Did you have a conversation with your friend or did it just 
So I will say my real friends that have gotten that that five, whoever is married mm-hmm. in that five, mm-hmm. we still have our quality friendship. That's Did it have to That's be great. discussed? No. It, it didn't can, have to be discussed. It didn't have to be discussed. It was a given. It was, it was, it, yeah, and it ha- and they got married in their late 30s, early 40s. So for some women, that could be considered late in life for yeah. some women. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> and, and, but what I think also helps is her spouse is aware of, I know how many women my wife has in her life mm-hmm. and the I can see the relationship who she's close with and who she isn't mm. and I I respect it so I, I and that's my observation because I I remember him saying this is one of my girlfriends I went on a trip with I am so glad you can come. Mm. I know you are like her sister, and I'm so glad you can it be there on. with her. That's That's important. Important. Let, me, so let, me, let me go somewhere else with mm-hmm. this. Close friend, you don't think her husband is good for her? What? You don't, you don't think, think her husband, husband is good for her? No. Yeah. I didn't no, say that. No, no, no. no. This is an error. Oh, oh okay. Scenario. I'm like, wait, what? Okay. Do you tell her? Do you get in her wow. business? Mm-hmm. I, it's interesting. Now, this is a friend. We're not talking yeah. about acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Right, right. We're talking about a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, fortunately. I don't approve of them. Fortunately. Or I saw something. Fortunately, mm-hmm. I have not been in that situation. So I can only answer hypothetically. And one of the things I will start off and say, it. How I, I would probably ask my girlfriend. I, I think I may have asked before she got married. If something ever, if I ever saw something with your husband, how do you want to handle that? Mm-hmm. You know, That's a good question. and she t- and and, and I, her answer then could be different now. Yeah. Could That's be different good. now. I'm not naive to It'd that. Be like, why are you asking? I'm not that? naive to that. So yeah. it, it, you know, what because, did you see? Right. Why so it could be a lot. Of why would questions. you even bring that up? So I guess it, it would be. I've never been in that situation, and I'm glad I. And I hope Me I will either. never. But I would really have to think about that. And so think, you've been happy with every partner your girlfriends have had. From what I know, have I been happy with every for the five that matter? For the five, we're only talking about the ones that matter. From what I knew, because to be honest with you, I wasn't always intimately involved in their relationships. Mm-hmm. I respected it. You knew the you know. girlfriend, but not necessarily the husband. Whatever y'all pillow talk and all that right. stuff is, yeah. okay. I don't need mm-hmm. to know all of so that. that I've never talking. had, I've never been, so interesting enough, I'll say this, I'll say this. One of my good, one of my friends, she was, I found out later that the relationship that she was in wasn't what it seemed. Um, and I only knew that because because I wasn't always with them. Yes. But she would share information, and it eventually came out. She was like, you know, he was abusive, mm-hmm. verbally abusive, not mm-hmm. physically abusive. It's it's right. So it's not like I could see anything on her. Yes. Right. Yes. And she was like, and remember when this was happening, and I was doing this. This is why. And so she was breaking stuff down. So she was telling you this after the fact. And after she had, she was like, yeah, I took this job at so-and-so city because I was plotting Mm -hmm. to get away. They weren't married. They were dating. They weren't living together. They were dating. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, Oh, because you know he's in law enforcement, so she had to kind of be strategic and Mm -hmm. all that. I was like, so. And then I remember one time she had told me he said to her, "She's not wife material." I said, "Well, why are you still with him? Why are you still with him?" And she explained whatever she explained, but I also knew she was Mm -hmm. making her changes in her own time, Mm -hmm. no matter what. And that's what we do. I can sit up here because I say that because I grew up, my my mother was abused by my father. Yes. And experiencing that, I realized a woman's going to make her decision when she's ready. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. And everyone has their own time, time deal breaker, mm-hmm. all of that. But what does the girlfriend say? 
I think it depends on the on the situation. I'm here mm. for you. Yeah. I'm here yeah, for you. What? what do you want me to do if this particular situation mm -hmm. happens? How can I support you? Mm -hmm. I think that's where we start off mm -hmm. because I can't assume Heloise would say, I need you to do A, B, and C. I have to let her tell me. I think the only thing that I could do is I'm here for you. How can I support you? Mm -hmm. Because what I have learned, she is going to do what she wants, when she wants it, and in her own time. Uh, I can sit up here and scream and scream mm -hmm. and scream and, you know, it's true. For it's whatever reason, women go true. back to their abusers. Mm -hmm. For whatever, whatever reason, I've seen that. And so, and I think we've learned over time as a society that there are certain things as a support person, you have limitations mm -hmm. because you're not the person in the situation. There's a, a, a meme that always circles around Instagram and it says, everyone has to have that girl from that ride or die that all you got to do is say, bring a shovel, meet me at night, and we're black. And they don't ask no questions, right. like, where are we going, what time? Right, right, And, right. and for yeah. me, that, that's a, that, I think that's very real. I mean, it's yeah. a joke, but no, that's true. You, you have friends that you know, Tammy, I just need you to meet me here. I need you right now. Don't ask no questions. Mm -hmm. Just show up. And they will. And you know who you can say that to, right? You know who's going to be like, I'm down for the cause. And you'll be like, okay, I'm on the backside where you got to work things out. I'm here to help you smooth things over. But you got, and you know that. But you know that there's women in your life, the real friends that you have that you can say that to. And no matter what, they're going to be there for you. And they're not going to ask. They're like, what do you need? I'm right here. And it's, it's, very, it's really true. I think it's very true. And it's important to have. About sex. We are. I'm trying to get back to it. But I, this I, is too I, good. I just want to put Heloise. that on and have it recorded. No, I'm just kidding. Now you said you're divorced, which means that at some point you realize this is not going to work. Mm -hmm. Did you tell your girlfriends? Yes, I had after the girl, fact no, or during. Probably during, leading up to, and then when I left. <laughs> Yes, did all three things the entire time, and then some the entire time. <laughs> there were there were women I knew that I could, there were friends I knew I could tell absolutely every little thing, mm -hmm. my plan and my plan what I was going to do. And there were some that I knew. Okay, I can tell them at this. So point. now, just to be clear, you said I have eight friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of those eight friends, when you were going through this transition, were you telling all eight, or did you know I can tell this one? Yeah. This much. Yep. Yes. That one, I, I'll just say this part mm -hmm. for. The latter. And the, the first thing you said, and then at a certain point, all of my closest friends knew, I am leaving. This is not a great, this is just not, I'm not happy. This is not working out for me. And here's where I'm going to be moving to. Yep. And there are others that knew from the very beginning, there's my plan. In a month, I'm going to be here. Oh, by the way, I need you to keep my child this weekend because I need to pack. <laughs> that would be Pam. Mm -hmm. And and I'll be back, and it was fine. So you you do, but it, but before it was all done, and all of mine close, they knew exactly, and they were like, okay, as long as you're, are you okay? Are you all right? Where are you gonna be? Are you happy? I'm good. I'm good. How's Wagner? I mean, literally that, and yeah. But it depended. But by the end, everybody knew. Mm -hmm. All right. So Tammy, back to your point. Go. Oh, okay. And so you said that you talked to your girlfriends about sex with your partner. Sex in general, sexual partners, sex in the past, sex in the future. That's Tammy. That's Tammy. That's Tammy. That's Tammy. Tammy is our go-to. I thought that was supposed to be a no-no. You don't talk oh, to man. another woman about your man. Absolutely. Well, I do. I, I talk to Tammy. To I, I talk to Tammy about your I, man. I, you know I, what? I, I can did. say this. I don't I think do. they were giving me play-by-play. Uh, yeah, play. Play but the, but eventually, uh, yeah, no, I you know, to the left, he did it six times. To the right, he did it nine times. I say that Tammy knows all of all about mine. I, I, I still had to unpack shit, and I need to talk to Tammy, and or I need to complain, and I will talk. So Tammy knows. Men, I talk men to Tammy have that. complained about women talking about their bedroom stuff. With their girlfriend. But you gotta talk to somebody that ain't working, because sometimes somebody else may have some advice for you. Or tell you to read a book. I will tell you this. I will tell you, being the recipient of this information. Don't talk to me. Well, yep. you know, don't either talk she to me or have any 
Okay, it was a combination. Versus, so, it's wonderful, it's pleasurable. It was a, no, my mother told me, I remember one point my mother told me, sex hurts. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. I was like, okay. But the, one of the very first things I remember her telling me, remember HBO came out, and mm-hmm. so we were watching HBO one night, my brother, my, my mother and father, and there was a movie that there was a sex scene on I don't remember the movie. My, my brother and I, you know, we're kids, we're laying on the floor watching it. She's like, Tammy, don't you let no man out there be pumping on you like that. You see it? And then she goes, I'm like, and then she tells my brother, you know, and don't you be, and whatever, whatever she said, because I was still hung up on what she said to me. And so I'm like, mom, you know, and I remember her telling my brother, don't you eat at every woman's table because you don't know what they putting in your food. Women put period blood in your food. Like my mother used to tell us that. And she used to tell us, she's like, (laughs) my mother used to say, don't sleep with white men. Because because she said that they are nasty. Mm. She said they stink. I was like, oh, okay. She was like, don't be out there sleeping with white men. Oh, okay. Right, Do you know where that was coming from? How she was raised. And they um, How she was raised. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and so, but the interesting thing is my mother's, my grandfather, her father is biracial. His mother, from what they tell, told us over the years, his mother's white. Mm-hmm. And his father was a light-skinned milkman. <laughs> and um, literally, and she got sent away when they found out she was pregnant by a black man. But this is how she was raised. Um, you know, she get, went through that time of segregation, um, of passing. She had family members that were passing and they would go and get things for them. Even though my mother's light-skinned. Yeah. But there were family members that were lighter than her. And she used to tell us that. But this is how she was raised. And so, but back to the sex, my mother kept saying, she was like, I want you to learn it at home so you don't learn it in the street. That was smart. I want mm-hmm. you to um, have the information, the right information. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, you know, when I had sex for the first time, my mother was like, come here. She Did you tell, tell her in advance? No. She knew. I didn't tell her in advance. She knew. She knew. She knew. As somebody else I know. Somebody she else knew. I, I didn't have, a, she, I didn't she, have an attitude or anything. I didn't pop maybe off at the mouth. Maybe this how. Right, 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 right. right, right. right. Maybe it's a little telltale sign. Right, right. And you know, and so she was like, come here. Because I started my period very early. I started wow. my period at nine. Ooh, oh, my God. So she, she had a, yeah. she probably had a, let me, yeah. let me watch her. Let me talk to her. Let me talk to her. Because I, I wasn't a floozy or anything, but she was like, you're nine. I need to make sure that... I, you know, she had already it's been talking know, to us about good. that. It's, it's good. really good. It's really good. Yeah. But be, I just remember before my cycle, she was already talking to us about sex. Um, so mm-hmm. I just remember, and she was like, come here. When, mm-hmm. And she, you know, the conversation was like, you know, did you have sex? And so yes. I was like... I have a friend that did that. Had you? She was, mm-hmm. okay. she was like, no, I'm not mad at you. Mm-hmm. You can tell me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I did. And she was like, how do you feel? How was that? I was like, yeah. it hurt. Yeah. She, she told you like, that, right? I told you. <laughs> Not I told you as so, in try to make me feel, feel bad. bad. Mm-hmm. But she was like, but it's not always going to be like that. 
And so, and then, but yeah, but my mother was very open about it because her mother was not. Mm -hmm. and my mom was her mother was not and my aunties and you felt like you could go to her whenever you needed to so I did I did you know I felt like I could talk to my mom like when I graduated and went went off to college that part of our like I didn't tell her every encounter of course Mm -hmm. but um I, I felt like I could I felt like she wasn't that prude of a mother totally different Totally opposite. An interesting thing was, if I think about the different conversations I may have overheard with either her and my aunties, mm-hmm. I probably heard some sex conversation and I didn't really realize it. Mm-hmm. But no, she was very open. She was like, my children, particularly my daughter, will not be a teenage mother. I said, well, listen here. By you having my younger brother when I was nine, that was the birth control. That was one option of a birth control for me because I had to babysit, change diapers and all that. I was good. So, yeah. she And so I think how that, that translated to me in a sense of I was able to, because she talked to me at a younger age, it was comfortable for me to talk about. It was comfortable for me to look at massage. I remember we had a book growing up in the house. I don't know. It was a book of naked people. But it was about massages. Different things. And I was like, as kids, you knew what you were looking at, but you really didn't know what you were looking at, right? And so I just felt comfortable, you know? And so now, as an adult, it's like, okay, well, sex is a part of our human. Sex is a part of life. You know, sex can be many things. You know, why do we have to be proved? As women, we should be able to enjoy sex and not be judged by it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I tell my, my friends, no, I, I'm, I'm very open with it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't ask for their details <laughs> of their bedroom, it. you know. Escapades. Escapades. <laughs> but they feel comfortable in telling me. So as a friend, I need to listen. And she's, she's good at it. She's, and she's very good. She's she knows how to book. receive yeah. it. She knows when to just listen. She knows when to make it humorous. She knows when to give advice or not. She, she's the perfect <laughs> well, thank person to do that. How do they know that about you? <laughs> Hey, how do we know that? Well, depending on who it is, it comes out different places. I, you know what it is? I think that because just how expressive I am about it, you know, um, gosh, I don't even know how, I don't it, know how started. it started. I know. You know, because it's so natural for me. You know, yeah. I might come, I might so, tell them, oh, look at them shoes. Those are second level shoes. Huh. Like, what's the second and, uh, level shoes? I said, those are tip tip spread shoes. Now we all know what that means. Yeah, they all know what it means now. Mm-hmm. You know, and so maybe little comments like that, yeah. you know, everything. And so, yeah, or I might comment like, I love being a woman. I got this dress on and it's blowing up my dress. I feel like the York peppermint panties are worse than back in the day. You know, or it's just like, oh, you know, we're voluptuous. So it's like, I recognize as black women how beautiful we are in all yeah. of our states. And, and it's sexy, too. And so I, I guess so. It all it comes out differently. Paula was taken aback for a little bit <laughs> at first. She was like, "Oh, she's a, she's I got." She was like, all. "Whatever this the Thanksgiving party she oh. had." She was like, "Okay, I know who I can't invite." Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to take, take ten. I'm not disrespectful no. with it, either. but you know, but you know your audience, and so you have to make sure that. Where does she come from? Mm. And what have you? Like, I'm okay with it because you are who you are. Mm. I mean, I've been in so many different situations. It really doesn't matter. And I think because I was single for all of my life, and I really got a chance to experience a lot of things in life that many people have never had the opportunity to. But, you know, you know your audience. You're mm. like, mm, well, can't invite them. Can't invite that person. Mm. Because the one thing that I will not have a so-called friend do is to talk about another friend. Uh, mm-hmm. And so if you come to the party and that's, you're going to sit here and um, make me feel bad because I'm friends with someone, well, then we don't have a friendship. I'm, right. Friendships mean so much to me that I'm not, I, I would rather not invite you and we can do something one-on-one and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you can't be a part of, of this because 
this group has, how can I say, we don't have uh, titles for people. Right. We don't have, you have to act a certain way for, right. for people. We, we come to the table as ourselves. And if you can't accept people as themselves, then you don't get an invitation to the table. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay with that. And mm -hmm. so there are people that I know that won't fit in, so you just don't invite them. But there are, there are other people that, like with my book club that we started this club about three years ago, there are a couple of people I could have invited, but then I know there's a couple of people that's like, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I'm not even going to do this to myself, okay? Different circles of friends. Yeah, different circles of friends. friends. We all and, so, and some people just don't feel comfortable mm -hmm. in certain situations, and it's fine. Mm -hmm. You just don't feel comfortable. There are other people that are very comfortable because they're comfortable with themselves. There you go. And I think yeah, that makes key. a big difference, mm -hmm. too. That's the key. You have to be accepting of yourself. And I think one of the things, being single and, and what have you and never marrying, I really did a lot of different things. Like, mm -hmm. I it had a lot of experiences. Mm -hmm. Like, I used my big thing at one time in my life was I used to go dancing like all the time, like ballroom dancing and salsa dancing. So I would go into a club and it's like, you don't really know anybody who you gonna meet. So sometimes, oh, Paula, we know you, we know you. Come and sit with us, with us. So that you you become part of, of that kind of thing. So I used to do a lot. Of, I used to do a lot of different things. I, I had so many life experiences that if I had gotten married, I would have never had those experiences. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, um, so I met a girl mm -hmm. and we were just, we worked together. She said, hey, you know, I'm going to, she, she was from Italy. She was Italian, first generation American. We're going to rent a, um, an apartment, my sister, the brother-in-law, my niece, and what have you, you want to come to Italy, and I stayed with them for a month. Oh, yeah, nice. like, I really, nice. like, had, wow. I nice. had, yeah. I went to my friend that got married in, in Paris, I was in her wedding, like, I had, so, because, so, I didn't have the husband or the kids, but I said, how can I channel my energies and do mm -hmm. other things? Um, I always wanted to work in New York. I worked in New York for seven years. Mm -hmm. um, I commuted, but I worked in New York because that was a goal. Um, but I, I did a lot of different things, so I think that it made me more open. The only thing I have to really say is I'm truly an introvert because I do so many things by myself because I had to rely on just me mm -hmm. that I'm probably not as open as most people. But I, I, I think one of the things about friendship is that you have to listen to people. And I remember my mom said to me years ago, you hear, but you, you hear what I'm saying, but you're not listening. Mm -hmm. And you have to be a good listener. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the keys to being in tune with people and saying, you know what? I don't think that person's for me. Mm. And then, but you can still be friends with them. But they're the people out here, the people in the inner circle, the very few. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, ladies, um, this is wonderful. This is a wonderful get together. Oh, thank you. Beyond this my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Um, what I've heard is that you don't have to be similar to be a friend to somebody. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be open. Mm -hmm. Did I miss anything? And be honest. honest. I mean, you want to be honest trusting. and trusting. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and overall, just being. And it doesn't matter your age. No, nope. doesn't matter mm -hmm. your age. I think you just have to your, be accepting. your sexuality. Mm -hmm. Yes. Nope. Whether you're in a relationship or, or not. not in a relationship, it's. Um, are you willing to initiate mm -hmm. meeting somebody, going up to somebody, suggesting, do you want to hang out? And then just seeing if they're receptive and whether you two find common ground. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If Pam were here, she would laugh because I met when I met Pam, 
our our husbands at the time worked together. And so I, I only met Pam because her husband worked with my husband. And I thought she was really nice. And she was here. She did. She was not from Philly. She was living here. She lived a couple blocks away. She had a branch. She was pregnant. And, you know, Pam was an introvert as well, which, like, Paul, you never know it. But I, I decided that I really like Pam. I met her once. I really liked her. I thought she was so cool. She's going to be my friend. And she will tell you that I said that. I said, you're going to be my friend. We're going to get to know each other. And I... I told her that, and then one day I said, why don't you come and visit? She found her way to my house and said, I got lost. She will tell you, I got lost as a duck trying to find, because I'm not from Philly, but I found your house, and we hung out and talked, and we've been friends ever since. To the, like I said, the point, she's Wagner's godmother, but I literally, there's something about her that struck me, that she was really nice, and I wanted to, I, want, I didn't want her, and for me, the, the empathetic side of me is I didn't want her to be alone. I mean, like, how you're, you know, you're here by yourself. You're not from here. You're pregnant. You know, your your husband is a blowhard. He's a nice guy, but you know, he's all over the place. I don't want you to be by yourself. I've got a great group of people I want you to meet, and that's what that was my intent. Wow. Mm-hmm. And and you know, thirty years later, we're still friends. But you know, but that's kind of how I go with my gut. My gut told me she's really somebody I want to get to know, and I, and I felt that way about. And you were willing to, and initiate. I was willing to, and I was, willing, and I, I, yeah, I was willing to initiate it, and I, and I think that's me. No fear of rejection. No, because well, what do I care? I have a bunch of friends. I'm like whatever, you know. And and having had interesting relationships growing up as as a, as a younger woman, um, as a young girl, with having you know going to predominantly white school, you got all those other issues that comes with friendships, and only having one or two other black girls in the class, you know, you're going to be together. So I'm used to, I was used to that. So the rejection didn't bother me. I was like, what the heck? I got my good friends. If I can get another one, that's great. If I don't, that's fine too. But my gut is usually on point. And I, I say that that's why these these ladies that are in my life right now that I totally depend on, and they, they may not know how much I depend on them really in my heart. Is the circle it's closed? Gut. Is there room for another diva? Huh. I don't know. We're all in our 50s well, now. I don't well, know. I was like, I was like, <laughs> the question is, do, do you stop making close friends? I mean, you still meet people. Mm-hmm. You still have acquaintances. Mm-hmm. But do you stop mm-hmm. getting close friends as you get older? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't say, I wouldn't say stop. I would say you could slow down because your time might mm-hmm. be filled with the current people that are in your life. I know for me, no, it hasn't stopped, but that window has closed Mm. some, but I still have associates. Mm -hmm. So that window, there's, there's room if that person can fit. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. I don't, I might not always seek it out, but I don't close it off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'll say that. I'll say Mm -hmm. that. I agree with that. For me, I think that I have buckets. So, I do things with, goodness, my schedule is so packed, but I have people, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time, can we get together? So, you really might rekindle a little bit of what we had in the past, but that doesn't mean that we will be doing a lot of stuff together, mm-hmm. because, yeah, it's really true, it's... Mm-hmm. It's because I do so many things with the people that I really care about mm-hmm. and people that are, they're my family. Mm-hmm. And so friendship to me is a broad definition of array of people, whatever. But friendship to me is a very, very special relationship. Mm-hmm. So, and, and so as far as bringing them in, Mm-hmm. I, you know, you feel comfortable to get today, but you bring in someone, you're like, mm, they're not going to work. But I can still have lunch with you. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of yeah, those lot friends. Of those. those are like my one-on-one friends. And I wouldn't give them up for anything in the world because they're really good people. They just don't fit in the group. Well, I yeah. have to say, you guys don't yeah. sound receptive towards another diva. No, I think it's. I think it's hard. I think I the think older you hard. get, I, I think, think my trust level is where That's it needs you. to be, and mm-hmm. I'm very happy with the mm-hmm. folks I have. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to do something, but if none of them are available. There's really nobody else I want. I don't want to have to work that hard. Yeah. You know that. I mean, I have a. I have someone that I could probably say, hey, maybe I want to go out to the picnic. Friendship is a work. It. It shouldn't work. be. It should not be work. My true friend. It's not work. 
Yeah. I, it's, I not, it's not as much work, but there's something I don't feel like being bothered with. I'll put it that way. Wherever you think you have to work at I mean, working at it, that it makes it work, but I mean, it shouldn't be hard. Okay. And I don't want to have to work that hard to get you to. Right, yes. So if my women I love most are not available to do something, I'll just be home. Like, I'm good. Because I don't feel like, I don't feel like it. I want to be able to relax and be myself and just have, just flow. We flow. Paul and I walk, we could talk for hours. I can talk to Tammy for hours on the phone. Tamika doing all of us. But I want, if I, that's what I want, I'll wait for that. I'll wait till one of them is available. I don't want to, I'd rather be by myself. It's too much. It's, yes. a, it's a real investment. It's, a, it's, it's an, an investment. investment. I have invested in these, and that's, I'm good. And, and, yes. and, and I think, too, that recently I went on retreat. My cousin invited me to work. And I met a bunch of women, and they were very nice people. But I can honestly say that they're not my kind of people. If I saw them and they wanted to get together for lunch, I would do it. But I would not overextend mm. myself mm. to say... If I had a big party, they could come. But if I oh, had yeah. an intimate gathering... And you wouldn't bring them here. Though, I wouldn't right? bring them here because they wouldn't fit. And it's because when I analyzed all of their different personalities, they're not where we are in friendship. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think many times, depending on your group, if you do the big thing, it doesn't matter who comes. Like, mm -hmm. come on, come on. Let's have a great time. But when you get it down to the, the, the business of things, those aren't necessarily the friends that, the people that I met, I would not classify them as friends. I'm real protective about my sisters. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I would not want to bring anyone in that even could either be, have anything to say about them or be a little judgmental or I might mm -hmm. even think my heaven opinion. Mm -mm. I am real, I am fiercely loyal and protective to those that are closest to me. So even if I met someone like, oh, you're really nice, to your point, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd have them in a small, small gathering. The big thing, because yep, then you're kind of nebulous. Yeah. It's your here, you got, you mm -hmm. did, Tammy, did you meet? Do you mm -hmm. meet Janine? It's yeah. cool. And that's good. That's all you need mm -hmm. to know. But to have them in my home, when we do our like happy hour, mm -hmm. we're just sitting on the porch chit-chatting about mm -hmm. real stuff. Nah, because you say something, you say something about what am I? You're out. You're out. I don't even want you to do that, and I don't want any of my closest, most important people in my life to feel judged or or raise an eyebrow or no. I'm not. I'm, I have to really, really trust that new person yeah. to bring them this close, this yeah. close. That takes a lot, and at fifty nine, yeah. I'm not quite. I don't do that as often anymore at all, at at all. And if that's wrong, it's wrong. That's just me. The divas have spoken.